GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there out on there or behind the lines, this is your song. Your song. <laughs> And welcome everybody to our daily gun show. We come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern and we talk about guns for a while. So we go live every weeknight. So this is episode 1400 and something or another, 1410. Actually, it's episode 1410 and the date is 1014. Yes, we arranged it like in 2016, when Bob and I were deciding what day should we start the show on, I thought to myself, in 2022, on December 14th, if we started today, it'll be episode 1000 or 1410. I thought that was a pretty cool juxtaposition of numbers. So that's the way we decided to set it up in 2016. So you're welcome. Uh, but we go live every weeknight. Why? Because we've got a goal for this show. We don't like to just yap. Actually, I join lots of conversations just to chat. But this show has some goals. And one of them is on Mondays to inspire and uh, motivate Second Amendment activists to encourage you to value your voice and offer inspiration and how to do that. On Tuesdays, it's all about 2A. We actually talk about the nuts and bolts. Every week, it's a different state. Every week, a different organization and a different activist. And we feature them, and we talk about them, and we uh, thank them for what they're doing and think about what we need to do next, right? Wednesdays, we have some fun. We talk about uh, Second Amendment guns in our culture, in our society, in our pop culture, and we do the tactical quiz. Every week, we come up with a new gun game show. Stay tuned for that to expand in the near future. On Thursdays, we talk about travel and training, the two things that I enjoy quite a bit over my years of playing around with this stuff. And uh, on Fridays, which is where we are today, is we wrap up the week. We look back at what other people are doing that's focused on what our Second Amendment protects. Now, we do that in a number of ways. We go live to present it. That becomes a video. Like, we're live right now. We've got a bunch of people I'll start talking about. But uh, we go live, and then it renders into a video on YouTube. And a pretty big channel, 169,000 subscribers. Then it'll 
and I guess on the other channel, the Daily Gun Show channel. Um, then it'll uh, we take that video and we post it on GunTube.org, very awesome video hosting platform uh, that's focused on firearms. It's made by gun owners for gun owners. It's absolutely free. Of course, you can subscribe to it and help them exist, but it's crowdfunded. And uh, it's run by a, a person in South Carolina that we all know, Mike. And uh, so I post the shows over there with all the links that we're going to talk about tonight. We'll post the shows on UGE Tube, another video hosting platform where I've met the owners of them. They're from Utah. And uh, we post over there on a regular basis. We get some feedback over there. So we appreciate that. Uh, we'll also post on GunStreamer.com, another video hosting platform focused on gun owners. We used to know the owners of that. I'm not sure what the deal is over there, but looking forward to finding out what's ever going on over there once that's known. And then, of course, on Utreon and some of the other video hosting platforms. So we take the audio and we post it to the different podcasting things that are out there. And again, everything, every time we're able to, we post as many of the links as we can. Because the goal isn't to get famous talking about other people. The goal is to hopefully get down to about an hour's worth of summary of what was the most important, most focused on Second Amendment stuff this week, and then help distribute those links, help those people get more reach and more uh, size on the internet, establish more size on the internet. That's our goal. So that's uh, what we're going to dig into here. Now, today is Friday, and on Fridays, what we like to do is say thanks to the people that have super chatted throughout the week or the month, I guess, on YouTube. So as we're going along here, I will be uh, bringing up that and uh, saying thanks to those folks. And they will be, we will be doing a random thingy, and they will be getting in, a, in uh, what's the word? Because it's Glocktober, I guess, uh, our 2016 Glocktober patch. Some people can't look at this. It's going to scare them to look at this. Other people will dig this quite a bit. We did a couple of three different flavors of it. This was the lighter orange of the pumpkins. Uh, they'll also get an orange stripper clip to go along with that. And that'll be for the super chat rando drawing of the day. And then these others, well, we'll see what happens with these other patches. We'll just see what happens with those, won't we? I guess we'll just see what happens with those. All right, well then, thanks to the people that join us live. And let's jump over and take a look at the folks that are joining us. Kingpin was the first to jump in saying yo earlier in the evening if he's still out there welcome uh g23 joining in right before we started the show thanks for joining and waiting while i took the dog out to do her business otherwise she'd be over here bugging me all the time i put a question out there so if anybody can guess the movie i watched on youtube for free earlier today how about i don't put it on the screen and then if you can guess what the movie is you know maybe something will happen i don't know maybe something won't happen We'll see, as I did have it on the screen there for like a half an hour. Um, but the hint is that it had an actor that was a James Bond. It's not a James Bond movie, but it was an actor who's been a James Bond. And it's a YouTube-free movie. That's your hint. All right. It was not Kang. I don't know what that movie is. Uh, fourth on the floor. Oh, gotcha. Is the movie The Rock? No. Although The Rock is a James Bond movie. Did you know that? There's a whole bunch of people that say The Rock is a James Bond movie because I guess James Bond gets caught at the end of Dr. No and he's gone for a number of years before Spy Who Loved Me and they think, say that I think The Rock is between those two movies. Full Metal Jacket? No, not that movie. 
Although that is a movie that's on YouTube for free right now. Gun Owners Radio is giving us a thumbs up. That's super cool. So Gun Owners Radio, if you don't know, you should know, is a radio show in Southern California, in San Diego, uh, that uh, goes live every Sunday evening. And they stream. Where were you? What are you doing there and come out like this? She's eating toilet paper or she's doing something bad. There's no way she was doing something good the way she came out. I just took her out to do the outside business, so I don't think she's doing that. She always does it when I'm live, too. She knows she can get away with it. Whatever she's doing, she's eating something because she came in here licking her lips. Anyway, uh, so you messed up a gun owner's radio plug. So Gun Owners Radio is a uh, radio show that goes live on Sundays, right? They uh, uh, stream the broadcast of the show. Uh, since they're listening, look out the window once in a while. I had no idea you were up in the air. I always assumed you were like down in the basement of someplace. And then one day you had the windows open. I was like, oh, wow, there's windows in there. Um, anyhow, so uh, they do a radio show for a couple hours each Sunday focused on gun topics and 2A, of course. They have... Uh, successful uh, organization with the San Diego gun owners that's accomplishing much in a, in a state, California, you know, that's very uh, uh, non-receptive for the most, well, in general, but not for the most part, because you are getting real success. So it's awesome to be able to monitor that and to be, uh, you know, aware of what y'all are doing there. Uh, but it's also cool to see stuff that's broadcast out on the radio. And thanks for streaming it. That's pretty neat. All right, so then we got uh, Ron Wayne, or did I say G23? G23 is out there. Ron Wayne is out there. Good evening. Uh, 223 DMR joining us. DJ is out there. Thanks for dropping links on our show and others. And Domo. I don't think if I'm missing any answers to any uh, guesses on the movie. Is the movie called Folks, Roger Moore movie? No, but I didn't know. Is there a Roger Moore movie that's free on YouTube? That would be interesting. I don't mean like you can just watch it free. I mean like it's literally the part of the YouTube free movies or whatever. Like you're allowed to watch it for free. They give you commercials or whatever. Oh, snap. Barbecue is in. He's probably in there more than once, but thanks for the super chat. That got you in on another deal. That reminded me to go actually do that, open up the super chat thing over here. Um, but anyway, let's get into the show. So the idea here is, again, as I mentioned, is to not is to, to champion, to talk about, to, to thank the people that posted interesting Second Amendment-focused stuff this week, uh, but also to offer a little bit of commentary and some perspective from somebody who's old and crotchety and is not scared to mansplain. So uh, I'm going to, I guess, close. Oh, I'm not even screen sharing. So I'm over here worrying about what's on my screen, and I don't even have the screen being shared. So I'll uh, just go ahead and ignore everything even more and find this thing that I'm looking for. You can't imagine how difficult it is, 1,400 episodes in still, to click on things. And I just figured out why I'm so distracted. There's a That's not helping. But... Uh, Talking, typing, clicking, and trying to figure out where you're going in the stupid YouTube thing is actually pretty difficult. So I'm just going to stop talking for a second and do a couple of clicks. Do they change this stuff? Oh, super chat. I'm clicking on the wrong one. 
um, click. All right, so in October, we have three Super Chats, Ghost, Chris, and Barbecue. Pretty good odds, Barbecue. One, you got 30% odds at this point. All right, well, with that, I'm going to start screen sharing. So I'm going to bring in my guest or my uh, co-host, Sharon. And I'll just uh, bring screen Sharon up on the screen here, and then I'll just jump behind her. All right, and we'll dig into it. So here's what we do. We, as I mentioned, we uh, kind of monitor stuff throughout the week. Uh, I'll throw stuff in there that people recommend. People often recommend stuff to me to check out. Oh, and uh, I just noticed that we're getting the, did you see that alert? This We get this alert over here. Gizzard, Gary, and their viewers just joined. Say hello. So I'm saying hello. So um, that's a new thing. You can connect your live show to somebody else's live show, and then they get that announcement. And I guess it lets, I don't know if it does anything else. I don't think it makes any, I don't think you have to watch this show, but it's appreciated. Uh, so thanks again for people that are jumping over from Gizzards' show. Uh, we got the description of the, vid of the video here, and that's what we're going to be reading through, but I always like to rag on YouTube. I mean, they're nice, and they're giant, and they are a giant search engine and everything, but wow, their, their descriptions are pretty bland. So instead of looking at this this week, why don't we go look at our Substack? Substack is basically a blog for nerds. See how nerdy it looks? Actually, that's just coming in. It'll come in here in a second. So oh, I just linked to the whole Substack. I should have linked to the specific one. So Substack is essentially a blog. It's just a blog in a social platform that um, uh, uh, can tie the different people's blogs together, I guess. So just like YouTube lets us tie all our videos together, guntube.org lets us tie you know, we all post our own videos on GunTube, but then you know, we can search each other's videos and that kind of stuff. So that's basically what uh, Substack is. We also put all this information that we're about to look at tonight out in a blog, which is over on Patreon. Uh, we also put it in this video, of course. And then our, um, I guess I, oh yeah, the newsletter. Uh, and then we post it in an, an email newsletter. So uh, some people like to get it in different formats. And then additionally, we're just getting all of these links that we're going to look at tonight out on all those different platforms. So we've been doing that now for a couple of years. And hopefully it's working, helping. to It's uh, or sort of spreading the, the net or spreading the wings or spreading the awareness of what all these folks are doing. All right. So that being said, again, it's episode 1410. I know Ron knows what I'm talking about with the uh, numbers. I think the numbers are neat. And when you look at them, or every once in a while, you notice when numbers kind of line up like that. So it's 1014, and it's episode 1410. So Barbecue is gaming it. He's literally figured out how to buy that patch for six bucks. Well done. I mean, I guess it's possible you could lose, but at this point, I don't know if there's a possible way to do the math here. Do you have 70% or something at this point. I think you're at like 70% or 66%. I don't know. 70, 75%. I don't know. You're, you've definitely got the advantage now with six bucks. So thanks for, for helping out. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Do you not have uh, Glocktober patches? I don't know if those were in the store ever. Every once in a while, I'll find them. Like this one I found in uh, that book that I had in the van. 60%? Okay. All right. 
Uh, so Guns of Barbecue dropped two bucks saying because pumpkin patch, and then another two bucks saying I refuse to give G23 the satisfaction, which is understandable, and then another two bucks saying of saying Glocktober. Oh, he's trying to not say Glocktober. And then, uh, so he deliberately didn't say Glocktober. And then G23 threw a super sticker in there, which I believe still counts as a super chat. So if you guys want to battle it out with money, feel free. I am much appreciated and we will put that money towards bills. Okay, so um, digging into this week, I'm going to start it off with mansplaining because I think this is another week of inaction. I have a poll out there and you're welcome to participate in that poll. Uh, I arrange it with YouTube each week that you can do the poll for nothing. So here's the deal. We have a couple of different ways to do polls as people uh, that are live streaming. Shut up. As people that are live streaming. So for, I don't know if um, uh, Gun Owners Radio is still listening, but if you're doing, down here you can click on this little dealie and then it'll let you create a poll while you're live. And you can answer. You can ask up to four different options or four questions. Well, a question with four options, and then whenever we'll go to twenty, and then we'll end it because I have some other stuff to ask tonight in the polls. So if you want to answer the first poll, our traditional beginning poll of the show is how was this week for two A? And I usually put this up at the beginning of the day on Friday. If I put it up too early, YouTube will forget it. Sometimes it'll glitch out of there. So I usually put it up beginning of the day for people that don't stay up till midnight so they can participate. But already we got 15 votes. Uh, most people are saying it's a great week. Some people are saying it's a good week. A couple of people are saying okay week. So, so far it seems like a fairly positive interpretation of the week, which is valid. You're allowed to have whatever opinions you want still. As far as I know, you're still allowed to have your opinions. When that gets to 20, we'll end it. But um, with that in mind, I... You know, I don't want to shit on the week. It wasn't a bad week. On the other hand, here's my question. I'm going to say this first. Another week of inaction in an important year. And we can demand more in these periods between attacks. So should we expect the push to ban guns to diminish as the election, election draws closer? Or would we expect the push to ban our guns to increase as the election draws closer? Well, here's my reply to either way you answer that question. If yes, then why aren't we pushing? In other words, if they're going to just forget about the gun weapons ban or whatever, the assault weapons ban or whatever they're calling it, because they're scared and they're afraid to push it because of the election, it didn't work for them, then why wouldn't we be pushing them? Then why wouldn't we be taking everything we can off the table right now? Why wouldn't we remove every compromise we could, or at least attempt to make them sorry they ever brought that shit up? Now, if that's not your answer and you say that they are about to fight us, then why the hell aren't we getting ready for that? We, we to our detriment, we, we sit around and just wait for them to attack us like a bunch of chumps. So a lot of people go, I'm, I'm, I'm nagging, yeah, mansplaining, whatever. Here's me saying in these periods of time when we're not being attacked, we should be exercising our ability by wailing on them. And I'll keep saying that. The next thing is the stories of the week. So that's my mansplaining beginning of the show. Uh, two A stories of the week are uh, laws against removing serial numbers, right? That's a whole thing. So now we're getting people questioning whether or not 
the circumstances of a court case decision are good optics. Well, people are not paying attention and we're picking at shit that don't matter when we've got, or the, you know, the things that matter not that much when we've got giant money on the table that, you know, we're bickering about the pennies and cents when there's hundreds of dollar bills laying on the table. You know, we could be pushing for Hearing Protection Act. We could be pushing for constitutional uh, carry in these other states, right? Nagging about them, bragging about how constitutional carry is already in 25 states. We had the precedent of the, the pistol braces for years. Since 2012, we've had pistol braces. So literally for tw 10 years, there's been pistol braces with no incidents at all meaning that short barrel rifles should be in question, short barrel shotguns should be in question, not to mention the receiver being incorrectly identified through, since it was invented in six to six, since 68. All of these things should be ways that we're pushing back against them. Their inability to show any uh, like positive results of the 4473s means we should be pushing back. When they say universal background checks, we should be saying, why do we even have a 4473? How much does that even cost the government? And what are you doing with, with the results of that? Why are we not talking about how much it costs us to get zero results? In a time when we have to worry about a budget, we're going to let them continue to wail on us unquestioned. So top stories of the week, laws against removing serial numbers seems to be a story somehow. I mean, we should be aware of it, the same way we were aware of any dog that's barking on our way to a goal. There's a $2,500 buyout, buyback from a place in New York again. So the same place that there was a $27,000 one or something like that, where somebody brought in a bunch of full auto Sears printed for cents a piece and turned it into $27,000 and New York was running all over the place trying to give them credit for that or gift cards for that. Another person traveled six hours to get $2,500 from some county's buyback, and the police once again fell all over themselves to give them the money. Why are people laughing at that? What, what about the enemy falling over themselves to abide, to give you something makes you comfortable? What's wrong with people? So we're not questioning that. We're just laughing about it. So it seems like now they're going to be able to say we picked this many sears up off the streets sure but do, whose soundbite are they listening to us who knows what the deal is or the other side where they're going to say there's hundreds or dozens of full auto sears coming off the streets so if we're going to do stuff like this then we should be paying attention to it and not paying attention to garbage and i'm mansplaining but that's what i do this weekend is big sandy has anybody been talking about that the biggest full auto event it's a spectator event it's a participatory event it's a bunch of people here in arizona that decades ago had a good time shooting their uh, full auto guns together they would invite their friends and then once the internet happened i remember back in the 90s when the forums were becoming a thing uh ar-15 was this giant forum that kind of started as one of the national forums and they were so angry and mean that people started to splinter off and create state level forums as a reaction to the inhospitable environment of the big national level forums as people were experiencing the internet and some of us understood back then that people are going to be weird and nasty because they're anonymous and they can and they like to disrupt and we got used to that we got callous to the lameness and we just moved on and we became comfortable ignoring that anyway those uh, first forums 
uh, evolved and we became comfortable talking to each other. So when people said, hey, can I come out to your event? You know, we kind of knew if they were, you know, valid or not. So yeah, come on out to the event. Once that event started to grow, uh, they adapted and, and uh, evolved. And Big Sandy today is in the middle of nowhere. It's completely unique, unlike the very comfortable and very accessible events that happen in Vegas uh, or in Texas, places where you can just drive right to the full auto event that's presented to you. Big Sandy is truly the evolution of a bunch of people who just like shooting their full autos together. They invited their families that grew. And over the years, they've comfortably adapted to the growth through technology and evolution of their event. They've had gun shows out there. Some of my coolest things in my collection are from the Big Sandy, just buying stuff at Big Sandy. So it's it's a cool event. It's super awesome. They were kind of it, it, the, the development of their media. We, we could talk about that for days. So Big Sandy is an awesome event. Nobody's paying attention to it because nobody's got the stuff to go out there and, and experience it. A few people probably do, but uh, very few are going to go to the discomfort and, and get out to the place like that one. But there's a couple other events that are a little less hard to get to that just happened, that, that uh, Clash Bash just happened. Red October is happening next weekend. That'll be at the, damn, I can't ever think of the name, the Gun Club Vegas or something like that. And uh, that is uh, an accessible, very easy, well, not not physically accessible. It's actually pretty inaccessible as far as things go. But uh, I imagine they somehow, eh, I don't know if it's very accessible, actually. But uh, other than that, it's uh, easier to get to than some of these things that are in the middle of nowhere. But um, anyway, it's a big event, and it's the evolution of gun shows. It's the evolution of uh, gun events where people would get together and have like a rally, get together and have like a shooting competition, get together and have like a swap meet, get together and, and experience uh, the products from vendors, uh, get together and be able to buy things. Like you put all that together and put a theme of it of Kalashnikovs and then each year give it a specific theme that's Red October. It's really cool. Uh, I've experienced it once or twice and I'd, ex I'd definitely recommend checking it out. It is a super cool event. They're on the cutting edge of tech and and culture. So they're riding the cusp of evolution of stuff. So really cool. A little bit weird, but not as weird as Clash Bash. So probably a little more palatable for people. This October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. If we aren't going to champion stuff like domestic violence awareness, if we're not comfortable talking about that stuff, the other, size, other side of the debate will exploit it. They'll exploit our discomfort like any adversary would. Get comfortable talking about things that are outside your wheelhouse until you're able to talk about them and take that stuff off the table from the other side. Once we're able to have discussions that they don't own, we win. Get better. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. On the other side of this, learn the, the things. Watch some of the girl channels that talk about some of the signs. Like there's some, you know, there's a sign that little kids can offer. And if you see the kid wiggling their hand, then that could mean that they're getting abducted or something. Like there's things you can know. And, you know, you should know about that kind of stuff. Just helps you be a better person in society. So I'm not saying I'm aware of everything that happens with domestic violence, but like I say, if you're going to do something that's uncomfortable and you're willing to shoot a revolver or like a contender or like a, an Olympic style rifle, even though it's not in your wheelhouse, 
get, you know, talk about the prevention of suicide, talk about removing the barriers to mental health awareness, talk about getting rid of the root causes of violence when they start bringing up stuff like removing our properties. Well, let's see, so I guess I'll jump over and quit uh, monologuing here, see if anybody's saying anything. Misty, Miss Wayne is out there, good evening. Um, dropping links, barbecue, there's the things. And the super chat think that's where I was, okay. Uh, let's see, Shannon didn't like it, rock the 2A. Rock the 2A. And I think I'm missing a bunch of people, agorizers out there. Guns Barbecue, throw another super chat, thank you. Uh, Casbar, oh, I got it, rock the Casbar, now I get it, now I get it. Uh, I try not to swear, I do swear sometimes on the live shows, but I try not to swear on YouTube. Barbecue throwing out more super chats, appreciated. He's trying to diss the whole October thing, I guess, with the 1911 thing. Glock, Glock people might say that Glocks pro prevent wars. So world uh, 1911s end wars, but there hasn't even been a world war since the Glock was invented. I'm just saying. I'm just it might be science. I don't know. It's just the just the way it is. Maybe it's physics. Uh, let's see. I'm kind of waiting on the midterms, so I've been inactive. I don't know what you mean, but uh, maybe you're answering something else. Oh, Ron Wayne throwing super chat of 556. Right on. Thank you very much. Here's a cup of coffee going into the pile. I might not. Actually, $5.56 will buy an entire jar of the dollar store coffee I buy. So you bought me probably a month, almost a month's worth of coffee. Appreciate that. Thank you. I am super cheap. And yeah, what I'm doing now is buying two things of coffee because I'm a you know, my grandparent, my grandparents' blood in me. So if there's the potential that we're not going to have coffee in the future, then I buy $10 worth of coffee each week instead, or each time I go to the store instead of $5 worth of coffee every time I go to the store. I don't want to run out of coffee. Anyone in Oregon needs to vote in the midterms, vote no on 114. I don't remember which one that is, but I'm guessing if G23 is saying it, it's probably an anti-gun thing. So vote no on the anti-gun thing for sure. Uh, let's see. So you guys throw money back and forth. Appreciate it. I do put that money towards paying off bills. Uh, let's see. Guarantee you will not see me buying guns or nothing like that on my channel. Um, in fact, I finally get to use ammo because we got one of the kids in the gun websites team who uh, is going to be shooting with 4-H. So finally get to use some ammo. All right, well, I'm going to get back to the chat. Uh, we kind of went heavy on uh, talking to people in the chat today, but we're getting super chat, so that's what's going to happen. All right, digging into the next section of the uh, conversation here, it's just the places where we post this. Again, we post everything on our uh, website, thedailygunshow.com, of course. That's where you can get back issues of our podcast. I don't know if I have all of them up there, but hundreds and hundreds of them for sure. And then... Uh, We've got the Substack, which is what we're reading right now. You can subscribe to it. It's free. Or I think you can pay people. So if you're interested in writing, then look at Substack. And if you're playing with Substack, then definitely get with me on Mondays and stuff. Almost, you know, I'm interested to hear how people are using their Substack. 
I started watching Substack because a couple of people that I follow that are kind of nerdy or liberal 2A like it. So I figured, ah, let's see what's over here. And then I found a couple of other channels or pages or whatever you call them that are more like focused on either CCW or competition or just the normal stuff. So uh, checking it out, trying it out. It's just another place to put links right now. But anyway, so you can subscribe to it. So it's sort of like a newsletter, but it, you don't have to get something in your email. You just get a link to it, I guess. Uh, anyway, then we do put it on the blog, which is over on Patreon. And there is a link at the bottom of the screen there. In addition to these uh, super chats, the Patreons make it possible for us to do all this. We uh, use the subscription model. We don't have a bunch of uh, ads or anything during the broadcast. So uh, the people that grab us a cup of coffee, sometimes they give us a lunch, uh, equivalent of a lunch each month. That that adds up a bunch of people, about 100 and something people right now. And our goal would be about to have about 300 people. We could probably do this full time. So that's where we're at with uh, the way the, the, the subscription type of thing works out. Obviously, there's uh, new controversy on on the choices and on the on the options out there. There are a couple of people that use the Kofay or coffee link, which is uh, equivalent, effectively the same thing. That's a way to transfer money to a to a content creator in a subscription type format. But going forward, stay tuned for even more interesting things on that front. Actually. So let's see, next we do the video, that's what we're doing right now. And then, like I say, we have a newsletter. So if you really like to get this in an email for some reason and read it all, then uh, grab the newsletter. Costs us money though, so don't just grab the newsletter because you got nothing else to do. It literally costs money, you know, it accumulates and every so many subscribers to the newsletter, they charge you a little bit more. So uh, let's see, so next we're gonna dig into the actual stuff that happened this week. I started to, kind of section it out so we have the 2a stuff we got the gun stuff then there'll be some radio show stuff then there'll be some military stuff and then there's some other stuff so getting into the 2a stuff first uh brooke did her um one of her i think it's a episode of the instructor series but kind of an impromptu or an addition to the instructor series but it was uh, an impromptu conversation with the uh I don't know if he's 100%, but a blind uh, student who's learning to be a firearms pistol instructor. So uh, he was there doing something for that, and then they turned on the camera. So that's a pretty cool conversation and something that comes up once in a while. And because it's not common enough, it hasn't been normalized yet. People think that any people that have vision issues don't shoot, which of course isn't true. So. Lots and lots of examples of people throughout the years uh, with vision uh, impairments or being completely blind or somewhere in between that uh, still enjoy shooting or being part of the community. And awareness of that, again, is something that just interesting to know, but it gives, allows you to have more useful conversations. Uh, let's see. Then we have uh, barbecues chat. Uh, is that right here? Barbecue did a chat yesterday, 22s for 22. I got there late and I was doing my own chat, I think. But um, I appreciate him putting out a conversation. He had Brooke on and Ghost, and I didn't hear the beginning part of it. So I'm guessing it is 22s for 22. So you can go watch that video, though, to get all the details on it. I caught the last piece of it. 
Uh, then we've got VCDL, the Virginia Citizens Defense League. They do their um, uh, uh, monthly meetings online and then updates and supplemental stuff online. And I'm always um, championing their efforts. They are cutting edge. They're doing it right. Uh, they're kind of boring and lame because they're just regular people being 2A. So it's not like it's exciting, but they do it all transparently. They do it all like well. The presentation, the production value, I guess, is like better than good enough, but it isn't so fancy that they're worried about it. They're super casual, like they get everything done and they accomplish so much. It's just such an awesome, it's, inspir it's inspiring and motivational to watch their live feeds. So I'd encourage you to check this one out. It's actually a really good one, like of the one, they're all good, but this is actually a really good one. Uh, they had Shermichael and John with Guns Out TV. And uh, it was it was their regular meeting, but it was also really just a kind of interview uh, discussion with those guys. Now, I don't know if I've ever shouted out Honda in a thing, but Honda had a chat Sunday. I don't remember what day it was, probably Sunday or Saturday. I think he does his on the weekends. And I just happened to be doing something because nobody else was live. I think I was waiting for Foss uh, to go live or something. And I clicked over and he was live. And usually Honda's talking about some old-fashioned conspiracies from back in the olden days, so I don't watch it. But he was talking about guns with new people. And he uh, was talking to people about some politics or conspiracies or something, I think. But then they started talking. Somebody said, I, I literally got there. And the guy goes, yeah, I don't know that much about guns. Tell me about guns. And then Honda literally did a really cool, like, what anybody would do if they had the ability to be an ambassador for guns, like give somebody an introduction, opening up their safe while they're live and just showing the new person, you know, walking them through. I think he started with like a, an 870 or something and just took them through kind of a tour of firearms. It was really cool. They had a conversation about different things back and forth. So might want to check that out. If you don't already follow Honda. Uh, let's see. Then, Basically switching gears a little bit, going over to Dr. Yamane. Why do I keep calling him that? Professor Yamane, who is a professor at a college in North Carolina. In one of the Carolinas, at least. And last week he posted a video saying, get ready. I'm going to give you some insight as to what the antis think, period, like about guns, I guess. And... It's a tough thing to do because one, not that many people care, not that many people who do care go to bother to find out what it is. I mean, some people could care, but who, you know, care, care less. But uh, so people that care, very few of them are going to go actually find out. And then the people that do find out usually just barely tell anybody or if they even tell anyone. So Professor Yamane is going over there, getting the info, walking across the aisle, figuring out what their deal is bringing it back over and trying to relate it. I mean, nobody else is doing that. There are a couple of people who say they're doing it or act like they could do it, I guess, but they don't. They seriously don't. Um, there's a couple that do occasionally, like that definitely have the ability and kind of do it. But uh, Professor Imani does it on a regular basis. Now, I don't agree with everything he does or says, but this thing, um, especially the Glenn Culture 2.0 part, but he's definitely invested in that. And he ain't changing it. Um, this one was about how the antis discount the need or utility of guns. And 
I mean, we know they hate guns, but why do they hate guns? Well, we can say, oh, they don't know. Well, they do know sometimes. Some of them do. And what they use to justify it is something, and he knows, you know, some of that. He has six reasons and blah, blah, blah. So it kind of gets into it here. These aren't uh, super long. They're like five minutes. So, you know, it's not like it's, I mean, it's it's obvious, but at the same time, it's it's just knowing their terminology and knowing their their position. It's very dismissive. I mean, it's not right, right? We're listening to garbage, but without understanding why they believe the garbage, then we're not effective at telling them their shit is garbage, right? So it's very dismissive. It's very unaware, but it is what it is. That's where they base their decisions on. So again, thanks to the professor for offering that. And if you're interested, you know, I haven't seen anything presented like that so concisely. And this is part one of, or this is the second part of a six part thing, I think. All right, speaking of that, I was minding my business over on Instagram and I seen somebody linking, it was the dude who was in here, was linking that he's gonna be in here. And I was like, what's this all about? Muskets to M16s. But then it was hosted, presented by the University of Chicago Division of Politics or something, Institute of Politics. So I don't know what the hell that is, School of Politics or something. So I think there was 70 people in the room, they said, or 75. And it was a bunch of students for lawyers. I don't know what they are. And it was S.E. Cup, whatever the hell that is, some anti-gun person who acts like they're pro-gun. And then Boosie, Boosie, I don't know how to say his name, Boosay who is the person who worked for Kimber and now hates guns and gets paid by Bloomberg to act like guns are bad. And then the dude who's from the Black Bottom Gun Club in, in uh, uh, Michigan. And that was the panel. Oh, and then some lady who was a lawyer from like, I don't know, some kind of lawyer history, lawyer, lawyer of history, or some expert on the history of law, maybe. So useless. Let's bring on somebody who can only talk about pre-United States weird English weirdness. That's what the one lady, the professor of weirdness. So let's marginalize gun owners by presenting one of the opinions that's supposed to be the gun owner side as some kind of dumbass nerd who like can't figure out how to answer a question without relating it to their dumb history knowledge or whatever. So it was like pretty bad. And then uh, dude from Black Bottom Gun Club answered the questions, but he was trying really hard to agree with the anti-gun side in order to be polite, I guess, or I don't know, maybe that's a way of strategy for answering questions, but it, I don't know, but it wasn't bad. The whole thing completely though was frustrating because it was from 5.30 to 6.30, so it was one hour long and probably 40 minutes of it were them just talking to each other and they, would, they wouldn't have any kind of discourse. It wasn't a round table or a table, when they call that a round, you know, discussion or anything. It was more of a, let's just all say our thing and then the next person will say their thing and then we'll go on to the next topic and then each one will just say a thing. So it was just presentations really. And the questions that came at the end from the students were random because they presented everything and then asked questions instead of first presentation, ask questions, next topic, presentations and questions, next topic. You know, they did it presentation, presentation, presentation. Now all your questions. So the questions were just haphazard and lame. And the students didn't know anything to ask. You know, all they could ask is like, am I right? Am I, is, it, is what I've been told right? Because what do they know? They're stupid little kids. They don't know nothing yet. 
So it was kind of fake and it was super frustrating. So I'm not going to say go watch it. You just got a summary of it. Uh, let's see. And Smeggy watched it, so he might tell you a different summary of it. He's right here. Uh, we know a few that show up in the chats all the time. I don't know what he means. Um, okay, so the next thing is from armed attorneys, attorneys out of Texas that are affiliated, I think, with the um, Texas Law Shield, U.S. Law Shield, I think. Uh, and this one, what was it, like three minutes long? This is a video about, it says stop training, right? So it's a super gotcha headline type of clickbait, I guess. It's really about how they're calling into question the training uh, tactics and, and, and comp competency of people who suggest they're trained when they're being uh, tried for self-defense. Um, I mean, that's not new. And it's definitely the kind of thing that is, I don't want to say filler, but it's the kind of thing that unless there's a topic, you know, you're not going to bring it up. Most people aren't going to bring it up. So it's tough to say, you know, are they just trying to say stuff to get views? I mean, yeah, probably. Is it a valid thing? Yeah, probably. So the way they presented it was not hype. And the way they presented it wasn't like, and then all you got to do is join our law firm and blah, blah, blah. Like it's really just getting data out there. So even though their headline or their thumbnail, I guess, is a little bit clickbaity, uh, I'm still I'm still mentioning it here. Let's put it that way. There's a whole bunch of layer stuff that I never talk about because it's garbage. It's just trying to get you to to be distracted to their version of distraction. Uh, let's see. Then we got John Lott. That's why Smaggy showed up tonight. So John Lott has been must be doing some kind of presentation because he's posting all over the place on YouTube again. And I can't play it, but this is some TV show like CSI or something like that, and it's somebody who's supposed to be the governor of Texas being like, I hate guns, or I love guns, or whatever. And then they're like, why does the governor of Texas like guns? And then they're like, oh, I don't know, because guns are bad. You know, it's just some bad drama. And it's only like seconds long. But whenever John Lott is posting these things, I think it's because he's got some kind of presentation coming up, because he did gun rights policy, and he used all the, all the things like this that he had posted. All right, next up is the Reload podcast and newsletter, a research paper thing that comes out once a week, comes out on Mondays, I think, either Sunday or Monday, I don't know. It kind of shows up at the beginning of the week. And then a couple of days later, well, I mean, that day, I guess, they'll post a one-hour complete package, and then throughout the week, they'll chop it up into smaller pieces. All right, we're done uh flip to something while I drink some coffee here. You know, like a thousand times here. And I'll end up putting everybody to sleep by yawning in front of you. So on Saturdays, often, me and Clover and Tony do a show. It's called this. AskGunQuestions.com is a website that we built back in 2007. And since then, for the last 15 years, people have been able to ask questions of simple to advanced nature, and we attempt to answer them in different ways over the years. Join us now as we start a new series to answer gun questions. All right. All right, so then the next one is 
the reload. And let's see, he was talking to about the murder spike in bad F. I listened to this one while I was doing something and it didn't work out because I can't remember anything about this one. So I was either tired or I was doing something else. So I listened to the, I remember listening to it, but I, I can't remember the summary. So it's either not that good or I can't remember it. One of the two. You're going to have to find out and tell me in the future if you want. All right, now we get into gun news. So Clover uh, had Tony on to chat about stuff, uh, but they only talked about FUD things, I think. But I'm pretty sure I was doing something during this also, and I missed it. Uh, so I don't know what they really talked about. I found a new channel, a uh, Canadian channel. FYI, a lot of Canadians are a-holes because they can own stuff that we can't own, including a freaking T-81. So this is basically the a Chinese... Um, it's a Dragunov stock, but it's on a the Type 81, which is like the thing that came after the AK in 1981, which is sort of an AK and an SKS, had a weird baby. And this in this video, he's, now I got to take up, in this video, he's uh, putting this weird looking Dragunov stock on it. Now, I don't like it, but on the other hand, we can't get it. So what do I know? What does it matter what I like? Um, freaking weird though that China is still making these things and they're sending them to Canada and Canada don't even let them own them so I don't know how it works I think it's because it's not an AK-47 their dumbass laws say oh then it's just a rifle you can have it I don't know it's I don't know. we don't have anybody from Canada you know back then we started this show Bob Biker Bob is from Canada you may not know that I'm sorry if I offended anyone but uh, Biker Bob is from Canada and we used to talk about Canada quite often Smeggy can attest uh, quite occasionally, Canada or Canada would come up in conversations when Bob was around, and uh, we don't talk about it anymore because nobody from Canada hangs around anymore. Every once in a while, we'll get um, you know a couple of the, our friends from Canada jumping in, but it's been a while. Uh, let's see. So, still yawning. Uh, Brooke was posting a video of her heading off to some range. So uh, just giving her a shout out. I wonder where they pulled this one down. So this is what will happen when somebody pulls down a video. But I posted this earlier today. So they pulled this down in the last few hours. But uh, uh, Jaeger's Daughters and American Gun Chick are getting a thing for ladies together. And they're going to call it Mag Dumps and Mascara. So now you got more ladies in the mix. Oh, there's... Oh, no, wait. Which one is down then? Oh, snap. This one went down. Okay. So there's the Mag Dump and Mascara. That one's up and fine. The one that went down was Pull the Trigger podcast. Well, that's a shame. So Clover found this channel somewhere and posted about it. And then I'm like, oh, a girl channel talking about guns? I'm in. So watched it. And I even like, all right, I'll follow this channel. She's a little channel, 90 subs, starting. And she did this video about a gun range where she was interviewing somebody about a gun range for like an hour with a new channel. So anyway, it's going to link to that. For some reason, they pull it down. Maybe editing something. Uh, hopefully, it'll go back up. All right, so speaking of gun ranges, uh, D23 went to a, well, not a gun range, I guess, but he went to a gun shop and did a video tour of it. 
uh, I'm a big fan of gun shops. So if I can't get to gun shops, then this is the next best thing. I don't think he's going to care if I watch his video. So right off the bat, best thumbnail freaking ever, dude, because you can I'm gonna refresh this so you can see a thumbnail again. Will Substack go down and stay here, or will it take me to the top of the page? Wow. Am I internet down or something? Why is this taking so long? Refresh that. Wow, Substack is super slow. We never got this up to 20 votes, but I'm going to go ahead and kill the poll. So far, we've got great week for 2A, good week for 2A, and okay week. 47%, 41%, and 12%. I'm only voting for okay. I really would like to see us be a lot more ambitious and a lot more, I don't want to say proactive because that sounds stupid, but, you know, the non-9-millimeter way of saying proactive. Like, 9-millimeter people are proactive. Like, oh, I've got enough uh, millimeters to, to be ready for whatever. All right, whatever. So then we've got uh, this awesome thumbnail where you get to see the shop. Right off the bat, we got a whole idea of what this shop's all about, right? With the giant concrete barrels out front, super smart, kind of concealing the part where they're not letting people drive through their store. And then super cool mountains in the background. Get an idea of, you know, location that this thing is in. They got the uh, inlays in their yeah, concrete smear. What do I call that? Concrete skim. Doc That's Holidays pretty cool. And Grants Pass. Right off the bat, I'm thinking no carpet or nothing, so perfect place to have one of them vacuum cleaner robots or a couple of them. And then I would make those vacuum cleaner robots have two different names. And whenever they touch each other or hit each other, I would say some kind of a discount at the store or something. So like make the vacuum cleaner robots part of the store. Otherwise, this thing has got a bunch of slat board all over the place, a bunch of glass displays, which are nice. One, it lets the store owner have stuff in the store without worrying about everybody fiddling with everything. Let's you see stuff so that that store owner is by himself or has minimal staff can have the stuff on display. It doesn't have to be in the back room or something to be safe. Uh, it also keeps the dust and garbage off of it. So if you buy something, you're not buying something that's had like 700 people eating Cheetos touching it and a bunch of dust from people coughing on it and whatever. So I kind of dig the glass cabinets everywhere. Now this thing, a little glass cabinet island really in the center of the store. One, it fills up this giant store. So they have a lot of square foot. They obviously have room for more stuff. They've sparse things, spaced things out pretty good. But given that island with all of that historic stuff, now that bored person who goes to the gun shop with 473 or some other stupid government infringement, now you've got something for that person to look at. And if you bring a little kid, doesn't have the attention span, you know, has the nine millimeter attention span, let's say, then now they got something to run around and look at and something to look forward to. Hey, we're going to Doc Holiday's. Oh, snap. I want to see if Doc Holiday put something new in the case, right? So dig that. Uh, I've always personally been a fan of shops that put all that weathered wood inside. I'm not, I'm not saying I would ever do it. It's not my style, but I am a fan of it when... They make their shop more than just a thousand square foot office space, right? Like when they put some extra effort to give it some character or whatever. I mean, most of the time it is this kind of wood stuff. Every once in a while, it's something like, oh, there's a store in Vegas that's all stainless and silver slat board and glass. So it's a very Star Trek-y kind of vibe. And every once in a while, you get one that does all pegboard or something. Sometimes a warehouse, like a big iron, a big metal building will have sort of like a warehouse kind of feel. So anyway, I dig it when they 
when they're not just white drywall walls and stuff. Anyway, thanks for G23 for posting that. Store tours are awesome. Now somebody's going to go, oh, Doc Holidays. I wonder if I can get in there with my thing. Or I wonder if it'll work with my other thing. Or I wonder how the parking is. Or You know what I'm saying? Like all these answer questions get answered easy. Now somebody can go, oh, I don't know if I want to go to that store because they're not going to have the purse I want. Now they can look at that video and go, oh, snap. They got dozens and dozens of purses. Now I'm going. Like I'm going to definitely go check that store out because, you know, it's they definitely are going to have what I'm looking for. Or like just by looking at the walls or whatever, they're definitely going to have whatever scope rings you're looking for. Or probably be able to figure something out with all those options they've got there. Oh, you're looking for, you know, Carter scope rings. Well, maybe these you know, other kinds will work or whatever. Anyway, I think that's neat. Plus the store, uh, anybody who's going to look for it is going to find YouTube often. And if that store doesn't have a good presence online, your presence, not just G23, but whoever's listening to this right now, your presence is probably bigger than a store who's trying hard, especially a gun store, because they literally can't even pay to be big. You're helping them by helping them, if that makes sense. Like you value your voice. You are definitely helping those stores out. All right, next up is that thing I was telling you about the uh, buyback in New York. It's a channel, one of the channels that does uh, 3D printing and stuff like that. So if you're interested in hearing the story of, you know, some of you heard about a buyback, printed some stuff, took it up there, you know, stood in line, and then got the $2,500, and you can hear the story. They're not doing it because they're a bunch of lawyers with strategy. They're not playing 4D chess. They're kids trying to get $2,500 for free. Who wouldn't want to do that? So what's the other side of that? Are those police literally just dumbasses? I mean, it's super comfortable to go, yeah, the other side's a bunch of dumbasses. We're so smart. And I don't, I'm hoping that's the way it is. But I always assume my adversary is three steps ahead of me, and I'm going to try to assume that I'm going to make moves that are, right? So if that's the case, then what are they doing with all these full auto sears that they're paying $100 a piece for? And if they already paid $27,000 for them, why would they want more unless they want more? They're paying $100. It's not their money. It's your money. Perfect scam. We need to suggest that there's machine guns all over the place. Let's tax people and give them back their own, somebody else's tax money to print these things anonymously so that we can say that these things are pouring in and off the streets and buybacks. They get to act like buybacks are effective. They get to act like our budget for buybacks needs to be bigger. They get to act like they're pulling machine guns off the streets. Are we winning or are we losing or are we just watching each other do weird shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the national level organizations? Are we allowed to suggest that there could be leadership? Are, lead, are we allowed to uh, understand that leadership is an option? And, you know, and leadership doesn't mean barking orders. It means like offering suggestions of like actual constructive things to do in an order, in a logical sequence that leads us to a result that we can all enjoy and then use that set of steps to formulate recipes for the future, right? Uh, let's see. Next, we got Clover talking to concealcarry.com. I really wanted to listen to this one, but I wasn't home. So I only listened to about the last half of that one. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I don't know if anybody did. Uh, then we got Chris from 740. I don't know if he's out here, but he was over in Gizzard's chat earlier. 
And uh, he did a chat again this week. Um, really? They were just saying their goodbyes to the people who are going to kill themselves uh, this weekend with, uh, or at least rip out their, their throats with jalapenos, uh, juices. So they're all about to eat some kind of chip challenge. And this was their goodbyes. Their last time that they were live while they still had tongues and throats and stuff. Oh, let's see. Then we got Mark Victor, an attorney here in uh, Arizona, who is running for Senate against what's her face's Giffords's uh, husband. So Giffords is a lady, and this horrible thing happened because of a single person wanted to create havoc and then. Instead of, you know, not letting that guy win, they were like, oh, yeah, let's lean into that. And now Gibbs, Gizzard, but Gibbert, no, holy shit, not Gizzard. Gid, Gibbert, Gid, what's her name? Gibbert, Gibbert, no. Gifford. Gifford is now the new spokeslady for Bloomberg. So nobody's really paying attention to it. I think I'm the only one who's making a big deal about this, but... All of a sudden, everything we hear about is Giffords, 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 Giffords. Nothing is about Shan Shan no more. You know what I'm saying? What's up with Shan Shan? She's not the favorite child no more. Why? Because they go through people. Let's take a quick look over at Minuteman University. I don't know how much of this. It's something I wanted to start, but I never put too much effort into it. Because honestly, if I'm going to put effort into stuff, I'd rather do positive stuff. But every once in a while, I did want to go in here. And I'm going to click on anti-rights groups. So in 1974, there was the National Council to Control Handguns. And then that became Hand Girl, Handgun Control. to prevent gun violence. Then there's the coalition to stop gun violence. Then there's America for Responsible Solutions, which became Gifford's Law Center. And then there's the International Action Network on Small Arms, Insania. So anyway, this was a rough sketch of the, what's it called when, um, when organizations just fold in and become another organization, it's it's that kind of thing. And uh, anyway, so Mark Victor is a lawyer here in Arizona who's running against Giffords's husband, who is an astronaut who spent a good chunk of his life in space, not even on this planet, and now he's a senator. So people are like, oh, I don't want John What's-His-Face to be a president or even a senator because he was a prisoner of war for so long and then we left this guy go in space how do we know what aliens were doing to this guy and now he's going to be a senator come on man anyway mark victor is running against him as an independent or maybe as a libertarian i forget but as something who's not a republican or a democrat and he's got 15 percent of the vote in arizona one mark victor is pretty cool Plus, everybody hates the parties right now. So will it be one of those years that the libertarians slash independents get on the, what do they need, 10% or something to be on the debate floors? 
would I don't know we really need to do politics here but if you do a politics show what about if there was a third party for the debates but everybody voted for the democrat republican like they're going to do anyway but then that third party creates a more dynamic debate because of you know more opinions i wouldn't really have to talk about it here because i'm not going to talk about politics but for somebody who wants to have that discussion go have that discussion on some show somewhere uh, let's see. Next up would be Crump. I don't know how these things. I guess I'm used to my. I put the pictures on top of the links, and uh, Substack obviously puts them underneath, and I'm not used to it. So the next one is Crump. He had, uh, I think this was yesterday or today, he had on Smoked Brothers, which is a bunch of berets that are green berets that uh, uh, started um, spices and salts and flavored barbecue rubs and things like that. Uh, based on their areas of operation, so Southeast Asia, and I think it's just Southeast Asia. So pretty interesting, and always like to uh, uh, promote stuff that's promoting good stuff. Then we've got uh, the Mouse Party, speaking of good stuff, every Wednesday evening after the tactical quiz, uh, Foss and Baron, who may or may not be out here right now, uh, host the mouse party, which is basically a get-together, a couple hours usually, of conversation. Sometimes it's about guns or something, but most of the time it's just about whatever. I think it was actually about iced cream. I think we had an iced cream bracket on Wednesday. So, ended up with a cutting a 500 kilowatt laser zapping into solid chocolate, burning solid chocolate. On sun Saturday night, Sunday mornings, Foss and Baron have been doing a series on the Constitution and the amendments. So they did the intro and the first stuff. They did the uh, first amendment this last week. I guess this tomorrow will be the second or the third amendment, which is the right to paper openers or the right to have conference calls. I forget what it is. Um, and then well, that we're to learn tomorrow. It's sort of like watching Schoolhouse Rock for adults 30 years later. All right, so next up, what is he doing to those aliens? That's a good point. Uh, so the next up is the two-way radio shows that I listen to. So I listen to at least three, four, four radio shows each week that are super two-way. The first one is... Gun Owners Radio, who was out here earlier today. I don't know if they're still out here. It's kind of, well, it's not that late for us. Um, but uh, it's late. It might be late for them. I don't know. But uh, Gun Owners Radio does their show, as I mentioned, on Sundays. And they stream the broadcast of the show. So you get to watch the show as it's going live. And this week they had uh, Angel on, OG Pumpkin, uh, by himself, not with uh, Thrash and Raid. And uh, Michael digs that dude, so he gave him like two or three uh, segments of the two-hour show. And they chatted a bunch. Now, I've been listening to Angel's, uh, it's Ranger Cortez or OG Pumpkin on YouTube or on Instagram. I've been listening to his podcast, so um, I'm kind of up to date with what he's been doing. But it is cool to see uh, uh Angel be able to kind of offer his story to people who haven't heard it before and get inspired. So if you haven't heard it, uh, he's a kid who grew up uh, Southern California, uh, living on this uh, 
and gangs kind of thing, and then uh, decided to get his life together, join the military, join the army, and then uh, eventually became a ranger. And when he came out of the military, uh, met up as he was going to school, met up with some other guys that were transitioning out of the military. They got together and just did some stuff to kind of de-stress and, and gathered more and more guys that were coming out of the military that just lived in the area. And then that became an event that got out of control size-wise and cost-wise. So we created a company just to pay for those events. And then that kind of spiraled into a, a larger and larger company and bigger and bigger events. And now he creates events and products and projects that bring together the veterans who are coming out of military and looking for something that gets them you know, out of the mode of military and into the mode of civilian life, which is an awesome thing that he's accomplishing. It's an awesome goal, but it's, he's accomplishing that in a creative way. A lot of skateboarding and, and shooting guns and shooting guns in Southern California. And then uh, a lot of different projects, very creative. Uh, and then at the same time, he's doing these projects and these things for these veterans or with these veterans in Southern California. And then he invites the kids so he knows what it's like growing up on the streets and giving kids role models and father figures and that kind of stuff. So he's just building bridges and creating things that, that are solving so many things on so many different levels. At the same time, he's going to school to become a nutritionist. So he's, you know, doing things on multiple levels. And then I guess I shouldn't forget to mention one of the things they talked about was one of his good friend's wife is having kidney problems, kidney, kidney or something. And Angel's going to be donating a kidney to his friend's wife uh, pretty soon. And again, just that shows kind of the character of the dude and the, the projects that they represent. Super cool. I've chatted about him as much as I can. They started their own podcast They're about five episodes in. Again, super creative. Um, we'll list them here whenever they happen or as they happen. Uh, the next radio show, that was Gun Owners Radio. So the next radio show is called Come and Talk It. That's a radio show from Austin, Texas that's hosted by Michael Cargill. And that is a gun shop that hosts their own radio show. They also broadcast on Sunday afternoons. They're actually just, they end just as gun owners radio is starting so you can listen to four hours of of gun radio right there uh come and talk it is the gun shop from austin and then they go live uh and broadcast as they uh go on youtube and they'll both of them read the comments but they're not interacting with the comments on air now the other show that happens on on sundays is eye on the target radio and that happens at the exact same time as come and talk it so these two shows are happening at the same time. Eye on the Target Radio is Amanda Suffolk and her brother. And that's the she's the first female radio show host that has a firearms-focused radio show to be syndicated nationally. And um, they stream as they're broadcasting. But they not only read the comments, they interact with the comments and often respond while they're on air and stuff. So they have a much more interactive it's just the two of them and paul running their their board or whatever so it's a much smaller operation and they they bring topics to the table but they don't really script the whole thing out and they don't have a lot of guests so it's usually just a bit of a conversation for a couple hours on that show uh, but amanda does the ccw fashion shows and she's a dc project representative since the beginning 
She's also in a couple other organizations and now she's running for NRA board. So she's very involved. She just recently retired from her day job and is a, one of the few full-time activists we've got on our, on our, in our realm. All right, next up is the military interviews. Uh, one of my favorite things to listen to on the last couple of years have been the military people interviewing themselves. So as the younger kids, I guess for us younger kids, but people that are coming out of the military at whatever age uh, are finding it more and more, well, it's a different it's a different environment now than it used to be when you come out of the military. There's there's still nothing in the military. There's there's things in the military, but there's very little effective things the military can do to help you transition out. It's really not the role of the military, so we wouldn't expect them to be able to do it. But the support on the outside from veterans and other people who are aware of the situations that people might have with their health or their um, you know, just you've come from a lot of times right out of high school and uncle takes care of all your money for you. And then they're like, okay, we're done. Here's some money maybe, but get out of here. Go figure it out for yourself. And now you got to figure out how to buy toothpaste and all this stuff that you didn't have to really pay attention to before. And often if you pay attention to people coming out of the military, they buy dumbass shit, cars and stupid shit because they don't understand how money works yet. You know, they're, they're not used to earning it in the capitalism they're used to earning it through their uncle giving them money all the time so um anyway so those kind of issues and stuff are interesting uh the special operations people the military intelligence for sure uh the people that were doing the interesting jobs when they get out they do some what do they forget all the stuff they knew like they they're that's what their skill sets are so they come out and do things that are interesting as hell so listening to the interviews, uh, they're very open. Nowadays, nobody hides nothing. Everybody's very open about their experiences and they share everything. It's the way to be now, everybody's touchy-feely. So these interviews, you can learn so much. Like back in the day, we would have to get somebody drunk before they would tell us anything good. And nowadays, everybody's just telling each other, everybody in the world, like here's all this stuff. I can't tell you enough. You're not listening to the military interviews. Do yourself a favor, pick a couple of them, listen to them. You'll find that some of them are lame or they don't like them. Some of them you're going to be like, wow, now I see what he's talking about. And you're welcome. Like, they're really, really good. So one of the one that is one of my favorites right now is D. Moliere. And this is um, one of the most dangerous professions is to be a, the press, to be a reporter in Mexico. Why? Because in Mexico, there's no way for the people to keep the crime organizations under control. So they have what's called cartels, some of the largest criminal organizations on the planet. You don't hear anybody talking about it because everybody's just scared. They either don't know or they're scared to talk about it. So the reporters in Mexico who do bring light to some of this stuff uh, are at risk. So I appreciate the time and effort they're putting into this and the awareness that they bring to the table. And uh, they offer, uh, regular Instagram reports and updates, as much intel or in, in, uh, intelligence uh, that you can get from lots of different, I mean, it's really good stuff, uh, well presented and useful, again, for having conversations uh, for people who want to suggest that firearms are the problem, and blah, 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 and this country's so violent. If you want to have a real conversation about the violence in Mexico, follow D. Moliere, you'll thank me. In addition, they offer podcasts. They're about a half an hour long usually, and this was the fourth one. And I've been waiting for a month for this thing, and it is did not disappoint. The first one was the rise of opium 
in Mexico. The second one was the rise of marijuana in Mexico. The second one was part two of the marijuana one. And this fourth one is the rise of cocaine trafficking. So cocaine comes from South America, but it goes through Mexico. And it went through Mexico at a time when the traffickers or the cartels had already established routes from the olden days of, you know, prohibition and alcohol. Uh, then, you know, obviously marijuana and opium, or I guess opium and then marijuana. So by the time cocaine comes along, uh, it's a whole different playing field, a whole different game. Really interesting. I can't recommend it enough. They're they're half an hour, so they're very uh, consumable. You'll become addicted. Well, let's see. The next thing is this crazy interview from last week. Uh, this guy is a, a historian of the CIA, and he knows all about all kinds of interesting stuff. He goes on combat, or I mean, Team House which is the Green Beret and the Ranger who interview people. They drink. Normally they drink. Sometimes the Ranger guy gets a little drunk, but, you know, not always. And then sometimes the Green Beret guy gets a little drunk. Sometimes the guest gets a little drunk. And this one, this guy started out drunk, and he just got way more drunk. So it's a little hard to listen to, but at the same time, the stuff he's talking about is crazy interesting, and it's kind of funny because he's so drunk. Um... That was an interesting one. Then you get to Combat Story, which is um, another story of an interesting job, a uh, contractor uh, for training Afghan partners um, in Afghanistan and a female. So this was, again, the kind of jobs that people don't think about. And then, um, oh no, sorry, she was, yeah, she was training Afghan partners yeah, in Afghanistan. Um, so it's one of those jobs you don't think about. It's a pretty decent interview. Then this next one is a Marine Civil Affairs. So again, a job you don't really think about too often. A lot of these jobs, though, they have one foot in the military. They're wearing a uniform and then one foot in CIA. So they're gathering intelligence and they're accomplishing things that are not necessary military jobs. Um, you know, finding out, well, why does somebody need this much water? You know, sometimes that kind of intelligence leads to something. So there's these roles that we, we've had in the past, but now people are able and willing to talk about them. Ultimately interesting. And often, since they're writers, they've either thrashed through their set of knowledge that they're offering so many times that they're able to talk about it or they're just subject matter experts and they're able to talk about it. But either way, these, these interviews, except for that guy who was super drunk are usually very effective and efficient. Um, usually I say the air force people are the best for getting information across. But when you start listening to some of these people that probably are used to doing reports and you are working at the high level of, um, of, uh, performance, they're just used to being precise and they can get information across effectively. So they're really good interviews. And again, talking about stuff that you'd never think about because usually you think about person holding a gun, gunfight, you know, repairing the wounded and then waiting, boring, you know, times waiting for being bored, waiting for the fighting to start again. And that's, you know, there's so many other things that are going on. And these are the stories that talk about all that other stuff. All right, we're getting close to the end. So now it's our stuff for the week. We had a show on Thursday where we went through and talked about all the different stuff that'll happen in a typical year. It's time to go through and update our calendar. So 
uh, I'll be doing that here in the next days, I guess. Uh, then we'll probably do an update to that in about a month where once I filled it all out and have everything ready for next year, we kind of update with some of the competitions and uh, maybe the rallies that might be coming up, usually somewhere after October or in October, I guess. Um, definitely after Halloween is when we'll start to see stuff start popping up on the schedule for next year. And that's one of the things we attempt to do with our projects is to keep people aware of what's happened for sure, because why not, but also what's on the way, right? Like what's coming so that you're not caught off guard and you can plan for stuff. The easiest way to get to a rally is to plan to be there ahead of time, right? All right, the next thing would be me and Clover talking about SHOT Show. People can't get enough SHOT Show because it's the most important thing that happens. It is critical. It's uh, the most interesting thing that happens. And because it's the most important thing that happens, we're going to talk about it every single week until SHOT Show happens. So we're going to be doing that on Tuesdays. We haven't decided if it's going to be a three or four hour show each week about SHOT Show. But, you know, because of the interest and everybody's on board, we'll probably do a longer format show every single week about SHOT Show. So you can stay tuned for that. Uh, next week, we're talking about all the extra things you can do. So while you're at SHOT Show, SHOT Show is like a delicious chocolate cake. And then you're like, oh, let me have some of that delicious chocolate cake, right? And they're like, here, it's free. You can have all you want. And then they go, but wait, do you want a whole bunch of delicious chocolate frosting on that cake? And you're like, oh, snap, hell yeah. And that's what we're going to be talking about. All the extra added events you can do at SHOT Show. So if you thought just getting free cake was good, why do you try this cake? All right, next, it's Free Patch Friday. I don't know if anybody bought anything over there, but when people do, you get free patches. Uh, I want to thank, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I want to thank um, Krabby Turtle, who may not be in here anymore, but uh, I just noticed that Krabby Turtle bought something last week, and I totally blew it off, not realizing it, and uh, we'll make that up to you with putting extra stuff in there and a little thing special, because I'm planning on doing something a little special for those things that you bought. And now that gives me time, since I didn't send them to you, completely blew it off, I will uh, uh, have time to add the little special things I was going to add. All right, so next we see Ron Wayne throwing in, I don't know why it doesn't show up over here for me, but he threw in a bunch of the channel sticker thingies. So we got a pink holding up an AK. We got the AK the pink is holding up. Got chairs against the wall. That's where pink stood up from. He was sitting on there. And then there's a stripper clip and daily gun show thing. That's all the different icons you get as a channel member. So thanks for being a channel member. I know a lot of people are going to be getting frustrated with the other platform because of what happened with the person that we know. It's understandable. It happens. Um, I have had experience that's different, so I'm not going anywhere. But uh, appreciate the people that are shuffling around and continuing to support through subscription. Uh, content that you value and uh, so we attempt to provide content that is of use that provides some value that's useful so the next is uh, free patch Friday we uh, don't like uh, hot dog sandwiches because this is what a hot dog sandwich would be and make fun of it in the thing there but uh, yeah people who buy stuff from the store much appreciated we did end that chat so I could probably copy and paste the, the results of the poll over there. I never did put the other poll up. I had a couple of other poll ideas, but I'm already over an hour, so I guess I won't do them. 
Um, I had asked earlier if anybody could figure out what movie it was I watched. Did anyone have a guess for that that I missed? Um, I'm also going to refresh this super chat thing because there was literally only like two or three super chats in here before tonight. And we definitely got a whole bunch of more of them. Wow, it's going to take forever. So I'll wait for YouTube to do that. Oh, so there's is the movie name, folks. Nope, wasn't that. Hunt for Red October. Nope, good, good guess, but nope. Sharon is the good Shan Shan. I don't know about that. So, like I say, if I miss someone's guess on the movie, now is your time to re-guess. Senator Marshall's short act is still around five co-sponsors. That is the basically remove short barrel rifles and SBRs. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say I don't support it. I just, I don't, I don't like, I'm not going to, I don't have a problem with it, but I don't see that one as being the answer. But I think the answer is not being afraid to do many things. So I'm all about that step or that attempt. And if it doesn't solve it, oh well. But you know what? We're trying. All right. So Ghost, Chris, and then it looks like G23s and Rons came in, which is weird. That makes no sense. But not all barbecues. <laughs> so let me start counting up these super chats. Oh, you know what? I can star them. I bet you I can star them. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just right in front of everybody so everybody can see. No sleight of hand, nothing going on. So I'm going to go to the beginning of the chat again. And here I go. I'm scrolling down slowly. There's a barbecue. Put a star in it. There's another barbecue. Put a star in it. Barbecue. Put a star in it. G23. Star on it. Barbecue. Star on it. Domo. Wait, no. That's just the link I have open. Barbecue. Star on it. This is the one where you say in 45 ACP life. 1911 and two world wars. You can also put in hashtag 45AARP. That's one of the old gun channels hashtags. Uh, let's see. Then we got Ron 556. Here's a cup of coffee. Like I said, that's like a month's worth of coffee. So thank you. What's well, a month's worth of coffee? But I do like to throw some some sort of a some kind of I guess what would you call it? I'm using oat milk now. So. It's not really a bean milk. I don't know how they milk an oat, but some chocolate oat milk is pretty good. But I don't buy that too often. It's like six bucks for a thing. So anyhow, appreciate the uh, super chats. And now I can flip over here. I can see that it'll tally it up for me. There's seven super chats over there. Uh, Ron, one, two, three, four, five from barbecue and a G23. So much appreciated. And we add that to Chris and Ghost, which brings us to a total of nine. So I'm going to go over here to the random. Oh. All right. And come on, why is this saying we'll zoom in? So we're going to set this to nine. Here's how it's going to work. You're looking at the screen right now. 
the winner of the first drawing right now is going to let me just double check over here yep winner of the first one is going to get the pumpkin with the stripper clip thing right so it's either going to be barbecue pretty good odds g23 ron wayne or chris or ghost so it'll go one two three four five six seven and then chris is eight and ghost is nine so if there's someone out there right now that wants to guess who's going to win you got to put it in after this line right here and then before i put in the next line so i just put a line on the screen for the people that are joining us live and that line designates when you can guess how was that noise when you can guess or that you can now guess who's going to win is it going to be barbecue safe guess is it going to be g23 is it going to be ron wayne is it going to be chris from 740 or is it going to be ghost tactical barbecue and ghost tactical were on a show together earlier this week were they colluding to do something to get some kind of a scam going on g23 also had a show this week i mean uh yeah ron wayne i don't know seems the most innocent out of this group but if anybody else wants to guess now is your time to guess and then i will eventually oh look at ron voting for chris it's a generous gesture Barbecue is voting number six. I forgot who number six is. There we go. Click over here again. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's you. You're voting for yourself. And how many people are watching? We'll give it another minute. Okay, now it's over. So those are the people that are now in the running for the second runner off winner off you're going to be the winner off of the runner off so we're starting at the top with one through whatever and then chris and ghost are eight and nine. eight number eight that means chris from the 740 is the winner did anybody vote chris from the oh snap ron wayne did. so chris is getting the the thing i gotta write this down i'm All right, so this is Super Chat. So, Chris, 740, gets the Glocktober. That's a done deal. That happened already. Now, Ron Wayne, who guessed Chris, boom, wait, yeah, boom. It's to pick one of these threes. So we've got the revolver, Ron Wayne, old fashioned revolver, kind of looks like a walker. But we also have a little tiny Smith & Wesson 40. It's a little PVC Ranger eye with the dog hair on it. Got rid of the dog hair for you. And, or one of the sewn Smith & Wesson 40 prototypes that I made up back in the day when I was using white Velcro, using a yellow material, blue, Came up with the idea, thought, okay, I like this idea. Then ended up making them in PVC. And then also made them in a small PVC. 
Let's see. Chris will donate the pumpkin patch to G23. What? Gunpowder Beauty said number eight. But she said it after. Oh, but she said number... Oh, no. Did she say number eight? Oh, she did say number eight. But she said it like a minute after. All right. I guess it would be unfair to a girl. And we don't want to get in trouble for being unfair to a girl. So this is going to be... Ron. And that's the revolver. That one's off the table. That one's gone. That's already been done. So, because of a technicality, and because we want to not be seen as being mean to a girl, even though she answered one minute after, and technically, the lawyers say we don't have to, we're fun anyway. Give her one of these two. So you get to pick one of these two. And plus, I think I got to send you stuff anyway. So it'll work out. Barbecue is Jones and for the big 40. Got to send stuff to everybody on the list, actually. So just saying. Oh, snap. Insert rude girl joke right there. I won't even say it. For the people that are listening at home, you're going to have to go online live and see the rude girl joke that just was said on the screen. But I appreciate the people that joined us live tonight. We do this live at midnight because, one, it gives me the whole night to do what I want. I'm trying to get this thing to be a midnight, like an all-night show so that I can do the 2A stuff and the gun stuff. But if I can only do one thing, I'm doing the 2A stuff. Like I say, we got reasons to do this show. I'm not really trying to be famous. I'd like to be rich, I guess, but, you know, I'd give the money away. Um, really just trying to get people motivated. I do see value in people, people being involved. And there has been great results of individuals being part of the mix. And as long as I can, I'm going to continue to effort towards that. So. I do this show in the middle of the night so that we're not battling against five other people trying to do something funny or outrageous in the middle of the day. And because I'm an overnight person, I've done jobs overnight long, long time. So I appreciate the people that are resetting the planet, that are cleaning everything, that are underappreciated and over, often overlooked. So happy to be able to do a show live for the folks that are right now doing it, getting it done. Or just wake, I guess. So, Gunpowder, did you say what you want yet? We got the uh, one. You can go with the small Smith & Wesson 40, which might be a choking hazard. You got babies there. Just saying. Or the Smith & Wesson 40, which Barbecue's looking at. He wants it so bad. And then you would have the thing that Barbecue wants. The dude that was just talking smack. You could have the thing that he wants. And then lord it over him. Or you could have the small one that could choke a baby. I'm just saying you could have either one you want. Either one is yours. Here's what we're going to do. I have a bunch of these. So I'm not going to make gunpowder beauty in the middle of the night. She's probably doing a million things that moms have to do at night. She doesn't have to get, pick. Because she's going to get both of these. And then I'll just give another one to barbecue. So everybody's a winner. Because everybody was super chatting. So thanks for that. Um... Surprised my kid is going to steal it from me anyway. That's right on. So, yeah, we'll send you both, and then that way you can only bring one out of the box and maybe keep one. Um, but anyway, so thanks, everybody, for joining us. That was the end of the show, effectively. We'll put this back up. I think I'm still here. 
It's always creepy when I bring screen sharing up in front because I can never tell if I'm still talking. But uh, I know I'm talking. I just don't know if it's going through the Internet. Or not. All right. So on Fridays, we go live to do this. If we had more time, if we we're able to go all night long, we would stop talking about 2A. Well, I would still do 2A first because guess what? I'm going to do 2A. But if we had time to continue, we'd probably talk about the museums. We'd probably talk travels. We'd probably talk about guns. Here's what I wouldn't be talking about. Grip angles and stupid optic plates and garbage and this and that stuff that everybody else is trying to talk about. Uh, just because there's other stuff to talk about. Uh, I've been watching a couple of people for a while now, and I've had this, this um, theory, I guess, this idea of what might happen, and I think it's going to happen. I think all these new gun owners are going to go, guns are kind of cool, and everything they told me about guns is wrong, so... I'm going to go figure out guns. And I think we're going to see people hunting. I think we're going to see people competition shooting. I think we're going to see people jumping around, whatever that's called, when you do this and then you do that and then you do something else. And I think we're going to have a lot more people involved. And I think our conversations are going to get cool. And uh, I'd definitely like to have a show, a, you know, a long show that could accommodate all that. All right. So, all right. Driving me nuts all night. Oh, we'll end this thing. That'll give me a chance to wail on this mosquito with an electric tennis racket. We will say, uh, I guess I'll set up a show for tomorrow. I'm not sure if Clover, with all the things that's going on with Clover, if he's going to um, do the ask gun questions, but we, it's been a couple of weeks, so we should probably schedule one. Otherwise, we do something very similar to this on Sundays in the middle of the day, and we dig into Instagram and focus on the stuff that people are posting over there and try to cross the streams the same way i'm bringing all of this stuff mostly youtube stuff whenever i can i bring stuff up from the other things that i look at but it's pretty pretty much youtube today but i take this stuff and i push it on all those other platforms i do the same by trying to bring some instagram stuff over here there's people that don't go to one platform or the other but it's really the messages the messaging on youtube is quite often either conversational or manipulative it's trying to marketing or it's trying to get you to vote for something or whatever on instagram at least the people i follow tend to just be more commenting and kind of making points right like kind of offering some insight or commentary and it's just a lot quicker so i find it to be an, an interesting platform because it's so Quick. Now, if you have time, you could read some of the comments and stuff and kind of spend some more time on it, but it's a very quick platform. Anyway, because of that, the messaging is a bit different, and that's one of the reasons I try to, to bring that stuff over to YouTube. People seem to like it. It's one of the more popular shows we do each week. Uh, it's also in the middle of the day, so people, again, we actually participate in the live conversation, so people, different people, will show up to that one. So stay tuned to that if you're interested. That's kind of the opposite of this show. This one's at midnight. That one's at noon on Sundays. Um, the rest of the week, I can't even tell you how awesome it's going to be. If anybody thought for a minute that it was about to get lame and boring and weak, it's not. It's going to get better, stronger, and even cooler. So if you've been sticking around this show, stay tuned for more, better, stronger, interesting shit. And uh, if you're watching other people's stuff, yeah, keep staying tuned. It's only going to get better. 
All right, with that, I will end this thing and we will be back. Wait, am I missing something? I feel like I'm missing something. We never talked about the movie. Nobody found the movie. So the movie is called Survivor. Right? And it is what's her face from what's that movie called where she goes in the basement of that place and there's monsters down there? There's like a tunnel and a train or something. She's also in other movies. Uh, am I allowed to show it? Amelia Zvanovich or something. She's in The Fifth Element. So it's Amelia Zvanovich and Pierce Bronson. So it's in Europe. It's one of these movies where they're like, oh, we only got 15 bucks to make the movie. Let's go to Europe and make the movie in rubles or whatever, and we can make the whole movie for 15 bucks. But it's okay. It was uh, on while I was doing some other stuff. It's free. So if you want to watch it, I'm going to put the link in here. You can watch it for free. Now, if you've got an ad blocker on, you're not going to see any commercials. So I'm sorry. If you're running an ad blocker on your browser, you're not going to see any commercials. I'm sorry about that. But if you're just watching it without an ad blocker, it's free. And YouTube will put a commercial up every once in a while, unless you've got an ad blocker. So I'm just letting you know, if you are running an ad blocker, which YouTube doesn't like, then you're not going to see any commercials for free when you watch this movie. But uh, you can watch any movie. So what you can do is go to YouTube Movies, it's called. I don't get paid for this. You can just do this for free. And then click on free. And then it'll tell you comedy, dramas, thrillers. That's what this one was. Action, horror. Nobody watches those. Science fiction, those are the best ones. Family, families have to watch that. Westerns, crimes, romances, animation see there's everything every kind of movie you can want except for there's not really a lot of robot movies um feel free to watch any of these movies at your leisure but if you're looking for something to do right now that's a free movie with that resident evil thank you that's the movie i was thinking of um with that we'll end it I don't know if I'm missing stuff. When there's a lot of chat going on, I feel like I'm missing stuff. But then I sit here reading it, and then it's just a bunch of dead air. So I'm just going to quit reading it and end. Oops, end. Hey, did you know that you could help support our future projects and let everyone know you're a fan of what we do? Check out our print-on-demand store. We have a tab here on YouTube. When you click on it, you can choose from a bunch of different items. We have shirts and posters and coffee mugs. Click on the one you like. When you find the design you want to put on it, choose a color and a size if it's appropriate. And when you purchase these items, a portion goes to help fund our future projects. We really do appreciate your support. You get some cool stuff. When you get that stuff, post pictures here and on other platforms, and we'll hook you up next time you order from our gear website store. Thank you for your support of gunwebsites.com. Tonight's episode, Triangle of Terror. Thank you for supporting our projects. If you'd like to buy us a cup of coffee, check out our Patreon channel. The guys and gals at gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thank you for watching gunwebsites.com. Cheat.
Ninja! Ninja! Ninja!